I greet you in the name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Wayne Dallas from the Faith, Hope, and Love Missionary Baptist Church, where love is for free. And it is free because Jesus paid it all, and all to him we owe. We are glad that you have joined us for our Wednesday night Bible study session. Oh yeah, we have been looking at brothers and sisters the way Satan works in our world and in our nation and in the lives of individual people and how he is at work in our world today. Oh yes, this week, brothers and sisters, we have been looking at the book of Romans. And, and before we get started, let us bow and have a word of prayer. Most gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus. We come, oh Lord, because we are so grateful for your many blessings. And Lord, we ask that you would take charge right now, that you would have thine own way, that you would open our ears and open our mouth, that we might speak a word, O oh Lord, that would help someone, O oh Lord, that they might grow in your spirit, that they might grow in truth and understanding. For Lord, we ask it in the name of thy son, Jesus, and for his sake, amen. Well, brothers and sisters, we are living in exciting times. Oh, yes, brothers and sisters. I heard somebody say this week that these are scary times. But I will beg to differ with them. These are exciting times. Because we have the privilege of having front row seats to watch God's miraculous power in these last days. Oh yeah, he's at work, brothers and sisters. I know it looks like Satan is at work and it looks like Satan is winning. Oh, but you talking about a God that can do anything. And I'm here to assure you that I don't care how much it looks like Satan is winning. God is victorious. Oh yeah, Jesus has already defeated Satan. He's already overcome. He's already been victorious. And he's already cried out that he has finished and all power in heaven and in earth is in his hand. So brothers and sisters, we can be assured that even though it looks like things are bad, God is in control and he is victorious and we who are his children, we shall overcome. 
Okay, so we're going to be looking at uh, the uh, 11th chapter of Romans. Oh yeah, we looked at it this weekend, and we're going to look at it from the perspective of uh, God talking about Israel being a blind and lost nation in order that he could build the church. Oh, I'm so glad that Israel refused to accept Christ because it gave God a chance to open the door to us. And I'm glad that the Gentile nation has a seat at God's table. I'm glad that we have been adopted into God's family. And God, brothers and sisters, has assured us that no matter how it looks, we are victorious because God is on our side. So brothers and sisters, I want to just read a few verses to you coming from this 11th chapter of Romans. Yes, and I'm going to, brothers and sisters, start with that 21st verse, 11th chapter of Romans, and I'm going to read from the 21st verse. And it reads, brothers and sisters, uh, from the grace of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm having some difficulty. My Bible is not working right now. Well, let me go to the old King James Version, brothers and sisters. Technical difficulty with my computer. Romans 11, chapter 11, and I'm going to begin, begin reading at that 21st verse. For if God spared not the natural branches, take heed, lest he also spare not thee. Behold, therefore, the goodness and the severity of God on them which fail, severity, but toward thee goodness, if thou continue in his goodness, otherwise thou also shalt not be cut off. Now what God is talking about right here, brothers and sisters, he's talking about God did not even spare the Israelite nation. He allowed them to be cut off because of their unbelief and because of their faithlessness. Oh yeah, they did not trust the Lord. God had given them the Ten Commandments so that they might follow them to know what God's will was. But brothers and sisters, instead of following God's commandment, they had their own desires and their own wants, and they did not follow his commandments. Matter of fact, when God sent to them 
the Messiah, they rejected the Messiah because they were looking for a Messiah who would come and establish his kingdom on the earth by mopping up on all of their enemies. But brothers and sisters, it was always in God's plan that before Jesus was established his kingdom on earth, he first had to come as a lamb, a suffering lamb, a sacrificial lamb, one who would give his life for the world. Jesus came first, brothers and sisters, as a humble servant that he might offer his life for the sins of the world. So the mystery that Paul is talking about in this 11th chapter was that there's Israel and there's also the church. The church was a mystery. Oh yeah, they knew all about Israel and they knew all about Abraham and they knew all about the prophets and they knew all about the law of God. But there was a mystery. The mystery was that after they would reject God, God was still going to bless the Gentile nations. And he was going to bless the Gentile nations through the church. But the mystery was, brothers and sisters, that God was not going to allow Israel to be outcast forever. But when the, at the right time, God was going to bring them back in and Israel would be saved. But we are in the meantime. We are God's church. God has opened the door to the Gentile world, and he has said in his 10th chapter of Romans, whosoever calleth on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So brothers and sisters, salvation is not based on our keeping the law. Salvation is not based on how good we are, but salvation is based on God's grace. Oh yeah, it was a mystery to the ancient world, how God was going to save both Israel and the church. And the way God was going to save them was that he was going to send his only begotten son to the earth to pay our debt. Now, when he talks about his only begotten son, what he's talking about is that Jesus is unique 
Oh yeah, there is no one in the history of the universe who is like Jesus. Jesus, brothers and sisters, is one of the Godhead. It's the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And Jesus humbled himself. Oh yeah, he humbled himself by laying down his robes of glory, by putting down his scepter of power and authority, and he took on the body of the likeness of human flesh so that he could become our kinsman redeemer. Oh yeah, in the Old Testament it talks about those who were who had been enslaved. A, a kinsman redeemer could come and pay their debt and buy them out of slavery. So Jesus had to become our kinsman redeemer. He is our stepbrother. Oh yeah, he had a body of flesh, but he also was sired by the Holy Spirit. That is why it is imperative to recognize that Jesus had power because he was the son, the only begotten son of God. So Jesus made a way for us so that when he came, and it was a mystery, so that when he came, he was disguised in flesh and Satan was not sure, but he suspected that Jesus was the Christ. So he did everything he could to destroy him. Oh yeah, even when Jesus was born, uh, uh, he, he tricked the king to go out and kill all the babies under two years of age, trying to make sure that he killed the, the one that was thought to be the Messiah. So, brothers and sisters, we've got to understand Jesus came to the earth on a mission. But they, the Israelites, they lost faith because of their unbelief. And because of their unbelief, they were cut off. So, Jesus became our deliverer, and he is going to weld or graft the Israelites back on. Now, this 25th verse says, For I would not, brethren, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part is happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles become in. So, so he wants to let the church know, don't be wise in your own conceits. You see, it is so easy to become arrogant 
because of what you know and because of what you think about your relationship with God that you cannot see what God is doing right in front of you. And brothers and sisters, that's what I believe is going on in America today. Oh yeah, America, we've become so conceited and so arrogant that we cannot see that God is at work. God is trying to open up our eyes so that we can see that, brothers and sisters, we need to repent. Oh, yeah, the Republican Party or and the Democratic Party, they are not our saviors. Jesus is our savior. The president is not the king. Jesus is our king. God can take whoever our president is and use him for his purposes. So brothers and sisters, we've got to learn and we've got to know that we as a church must put our trust and our faith in Jesus Christ. Oh, we got to stop trying to depend on humanity and on our government. Oh, this government is corrupted. Oh, yeah, that's why Jesus must come back. That's why he must establish his kingdom on the earth, and he's going to rule with an iron hand. Oh, but you know what I like about it? He, when he comes back, he's not coming back by himself. But those that have put their trust in him, those that heard him say, whosoever will, let him call on me. Whoever calls on him and is saved, God is going to allow them to work with Jesus in the family business. Ah, oh, yeah, God's family business is being ruler of the universe. And his children will have an inheritance. And they will be allowed to serve him and rule over those on earth and those in the heavens. Because God's family, brothers and sisters, is going to be a family that works together. A family that is obedient. A family that loves one another. So we must learn to love one another and allow God to use us. This 26th verse says, and so all Israel shall be saved. As it is written, there shall come out of Zion the deliverer and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. But this is my covenant unto them when I shall take away their sins. Oh, yes, brothers and sisters, there shall come out of Zion the Deliverer. Ah, oh, yeah, and the Deliverer's name is Jesus. The Deliverer, ah, oh, yeah, he has paid 
our debt. Our deliverer had to come first and make a way out of no way. He had to come, brothers and sisters, and show the world God's love. He had to come and show the world God's mercy and God's forgiveness. He had to come and show the world God's amazing grace. He had to allow folk to talk about him and allow folk to misuse him and allow folk to spit on him. He allowed folk to lie on him and hang him up on a old a rugged cross. But he was fulfilling God's purpose. He was fulfilling what needed to be done to enhance and enlarge the family of God. Oh yeah, and a payment had to be made for sin. Jesus paid that debt. He paid it all, and all to him we owe. Jesus is our Savior. Jesus is our Deliverer. Jesus has made a covenant with us. He has given us the good news, the good news of the gospel. What is the good news? The good news is he died one Friday, but early Sunday morning, he got up with all power, all power, healing power, delivering power, all power in his hand. So don't worry about what's going on in politics. Don't worry about the Republicans. Don't worry about the Democrats. Trust in Jesus, call on Jesus, hold on to his hand, and he will, he will make everything all right. Shall we pray? Most gracious Heavenly Father, we come, O oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, we come, Lord, first to say thank you. Thank you for your amazing grace. Thank you, Lord, for giving us a word. Thank you that even though Israel was blind, sooner or later they shall see. Thank you that their blindness gave us an opportunity to come on in. Now, Lord, bless our nation today. Uh, bless the president. Bless the president-elect. Bless the whole wide world that your grace might, oh Lord, cover the earth because we know you got the whole world in your hands. So Lord, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now Lord, those that are sick, touch sick bodies, touch troubled minds, touch this church. Let your light shine in this place. And Lord, we want to say thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Pastor Wayne Dallas from the Faith, Hope, and Love Missionary Baptist Church. Thank you for sharing in this word. And I look forward to sharing with you next week, same time, same station. God bless you.